We've all heard the saying, learn to love the process. But why learn to love something? Why not create a process that is easy to love? Welcome to Peace with the Process, where I bring you professionals who specialize in the processes we incorporate to sustain consistent, healthy growth. I believe in learning from others' mistakes and successes. So I also bring on entrepreneurs who have been in the trenches and tell us how they got there and how they got out. I hope you find something in today's episode that you can apply to your own life and that you find your peace with the process along the way. Let's get started. Hey everyone and welcome to the show. It's Blake Gann, your host on the Peace with the Process podcast. I want to start by saying thank you to everyone who has been on this journey with me since episode one. I'm glad to see you all showing your support and I'm super thankful for the five-star rating. If you haven't had the chance yet, please take a moment to leave your review of the show. It really helps in getting this show ranked so other process-oriented and growth mindset individuals can listen in to these great conversations we're having. On today's episode, we have Melissa Cara. She's a business strategist and mindset coach who tells us how she got into coaching and shares with us some of her insights on that topic. I had the opportunity of having a one-on-one session with Melissa back when I was interviewing coaches for myself, and I have to say the one piece of advice that she gave me has been life-changing. Be sure to stick around to the end of the show if you're interested in getting contact with Melissa to see what you could be doing to optimize your processes in your business and your personal life to find that peace and the growth that we're all striving for. I hope you enjoy the show today. All right, Melissa, it's good to have you on the show. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, you're a coach and, and tell us a little bit, let's tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I've um, been a coach for a number of years now. Um, I used to be primarily strategy, but I um, have really moved into kind of half-half with the uh, mindset piece as well. And um, I really help online service-based entrepreneurs basically skyrocket their income and really earn what they deserve. That's great. When did you realize that that's what you wanted to do? Oh, it was an accident. It was a complete accident, to be honest. <laughs> I didn't really realize it's what I wanted to do. I fell into it, actually. So um, it was a, a bit of a process where I was doing recruitment, and I realized I wanted to train other, and at that point it was mothers, how to have the work-life harmony that I was having and earning you know, multiple six figures from home um, via recruitment. And so I created a course how to do that, and... These women after the course were like, oh my gosh, Mel, this is amazing. I want to do this too, but I need a little bit more. And so that's how I got into coaching, just started there. But, you know, that was a few years ago and it's evolved massively since. So it was um, accidental. (laughs) Wow, that's great. So accidental, when did it become, you know, when did the decision become, okay, this is something I'm going to start pursuing full time. This is working out for me. And I'm going to start pushing into it. Again, it was accidental. (laughs) It really (laughs) was. It was like, oh, because I was running an agency. I was running a recruitment agency. You know, that was skyrocketing. It was amazing. Um, And then I had my course, which people were going through. And I, you know, I did that live. And then it was like still evergreen. 
but then the people were just kept coming to me after. And then before I knew it, I had a coaching practice, right? Like it wasn't yeah. like, it wasn't something that was like, oh yeah, I decided today. It was like, oh, I guess I've got a coaching practice going on here, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So when you, when you, when you realize that you got that, that coaching practice started and you know, you start building goals for the business, what were some of the first goals that you had? So, I mean, in recruitment, my, you know, my first month in recruitment owning my agency was 15K. So um, I kind of came from already having a multi six figure business. So I really felt like if this is going to take over, this has to be already the same. So my goals were right off the bat 20K months. Um, that was just like my starting point, my base point where, you know, once you become accustomed to earning something, that's really it's your baseline, right? Like you can't go back yeah. from there. You're like, Oh yeah, I earned 20 K here, but I only want 5k from here. It's like, <laughs> this is, you know, this is what's taken over. So it was really about, you know, taking over. That's awesome. So it just started morphing into its own and really going for it. Have you had any, any lull periods or any periods of where it's, it's kind of dipped down for you and you've had to, to do anything to get it boosted back up. And, and what was that like? Yeah. So I had a really, um, I had a big health scare last year. So I, um, I got pregnant and everything was going beautifully and I was starting to plan my business to be more automated. Um, you know, and I thought I had nine months up my sleeve to kind of start to get this process and really look at funnels and things like this. Hmm. And, um, unfortunately for me, I ended up with a, um, aggressive tumor instead called gestational trophoblastic disease where it's, you don't have a baby. And, um, I found out at three months that, uh, that's what I had wow. and what kind of transpired from there whereas I thought you know my tired was normal pregnancy tiredness because I have a four-year-old so you know I've done there been there done that I was like oh this is normal pregnancy tiredness I don't remember it being this bad but hell <laughs> um, <laughs> so you know um, was five months I had to take off in my business last year um, coming into the beginning of this year and my world stopped and I had to literally start over from scratch in so many ways um, because it really made me stop, not just because, I mean, I physically couldn't go on, but it really made me look at what I was doing, where I wanted to go. Was there parts of my business? I'd held on to my agency, right? Like, so I was doing both and I was burning out. Like, I'm going to tell you truthfully, I was, whew, it was hard work doing both. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I decided to let go of my agency. Um, even the clients were super supportive. Some of these clients have been me with me for years and years. Um, and they're just still friends now. Right. Like, but I let go of that. I, um, and I, uh, I decided to build again from scratch. Wow. Wow. That's amazing for, to go through something like that and then be able to step back and incorporate some of what you teach people now, which is, you know, strategy and determining what was going to work best for you going forward. How are you going to leave a healthier lifestyle? So tell me a little bit more about that. You know, you talked about the burnout and, and uh, dropping the agency. Were there anything, was there anything else that you kind of, you know, had to, had to shift about the way you did things to really set yourself up for success after that point? 
Yeah. So, you know, and, and I don't know how much you guys know about like masculine and feminine energy. Cause I am like the queen of masculine energy. Like I, <laughs> I, I like always attract guys into my practice because they're like Mel gets it right. Like she's like the person who shows up and really is just like, go, 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 go. Okay. This is what we have to do. Let's make a list. Let's do this and let's take it off. And I really had to learn and lean into flow. I really had to lean into flow, which is more in the feminine energy, which is kind of funny. And that's not to say I'm like super masculine or whatever, right? Like, but you know, um, it is really about leaning into flow, leaning into let it be easy. I think before I had had these um, ideas and assumptions that I had to have these like complex funnels. I was building complex funnels. Like they were like crazy, right? I was outsourcing this out because I couldn't do it myself, right? Like, let's be honest. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, I had to have this stuff. Whereas like, when I came back, I'm like, hmm, what would feel good to create? And like, like last week, I released um, a five figure meditation. And it was like how to step into that mindset because you know why? Because I wanted to. <laughs> it's literally like, I wanted to and that would be fun. And you know what, I've received, you know, what, I think I'm up to 200 leads off that, right? Like just under 200 leads, just off that organically. Wow. Whereas, you know, I was working on these crazy five figure funnels and stuff, which were costing me a lot of money to do. Yeah. So really leaning into what do I want to create? How can I let this be easy for myself? Setting containers around the amount of time I want to spend actually doing the we'll call it the work right where you're like sitting at a desk doing the work because right. I answer my clients like a lot like and I don't actually consider that work I just I love talking to my clients let's be honest here I'm just I'm like yes <laughs> let's talk um <laughs> so you know I don't consider that part of my desk work right I actually but deciding what hours am I going to be sitting here doing this that's really where I was like okay I have to do this differently right right I think there's a couple points in there that I think are fantastic and, and, and some great takeaways, which one of the first ones I recognized was uh, outsourcing. So utilizing outsourcing to take the stress off of you and allow somebody else to do some of the footwork. Uh, obviously not, not any of the things that you, that really stemmed from your true passion of the, of the, of the job and of the career. Um, so I think that's one big thing that everybody can learn from is using outsourcing. What would you say to that? Yeah, um, it's interesting. I, I had some interesting outsourcing experiences and I was outsourcing too much, to be honest, where right. I was like building these fancy funnels. Whereas once I stopped, and because I got rid of my outsourcing, like I stopped, stopped, right? Like. And when I came back, I realized, hold on, wait, this doesn't need to be crazy. I need to be able to understand this as well. And that's not to say I need to build the craziest pages, but it's like, I need to be able to understand this process so I can tweak things and have the control I want with the outsourcing I want. Right. Um, don't rush into that. Don't do that before you're hitting, you know, minimum. I mean, if there's something like a job, like a specific task, right? do that not saying don't do that but before you're getting serious about outsourcing like nail it yourself nail your processes know what's coming in um 
Yeah, don't do that before you've got that consistent base. It can yeah. it can sink somebody quick too. Right. Yeah. Don't don't start painting somebody for something you might actually be good at, or on the flip side, might actually enjoy doing. Uh, that's 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 great. And then I think the other thing that you had uh, you had mentioned in there was your you you enjoy talking to uh, your clients and to the point where that's not even considered work to you. Uh, you know, tell me a little bit more about that. How has that helped out with, with, uh, with your business? So gosh, my clients are beautiful. Um, (laughs) they're just friends, right? Like they're just beautiful people because I don't want it to feel hard. I don't, that's, that's the thing. Like that hard feeling, like you're going up against a brick wall. That's what burns you out. That's what, just like sends you to you know an early grave really like it is whereas when you know you're actually in that flow of doing the things that feel good and it doesn't feel like work it's kind of the beauty of it and i think it's helped me so much over the years to decide what i'm going to be offering next because you know some people are like okay my number one priority is to not work basically, right? Like I just want to spend the time with my kids. Like I know a lot of stay at home moms, like who are amazing business coaches. I have beautiful friends who are business coaches, but that's their number one priority, right? Like to be there with the kids. And I'm not talking like me, I'm talking like working one hour a day after the kids go to sleep. Whereas that's not a number one priority for me in some ways. Like I want to spend a crap load of time with my daughter. Don't get me wrong, right? But I also love working in the day, doing my thing. And I've realized that's one of my priorities and that's okay. It took a lot of like time to come to terms with that because it can be a little bit like hard on moms to admit that, to be honest, it's almost like a bit of a shame thing. Mm. So when I create packages for people, I know that I'm going to be focusing on -on one-on-one so we can like skyrocket their business. Courses for me are secondary because I want to do that. Whereas some people, when it's really time orientated, they focus, well, I help my clients do this all the time, focus on building the courses to free up more time. So really allowing it to what it wants to look like and to work for your life best. Yeah. Yeah. And you've mentioned it a few times in our conversation, which is, you know, keeping that flow. And for the listeners who don't know, I had an opportunity to, to sit down and, and have a session with you. And that was one of the things that, that you really opened my mind up about. I had been, you know, I kept a journal. So I, I eventually found out after going through all of my stuff, all of my daily logs and realizing I found a pattern in my life. One of it that was, I was in these high peak areas where my ambition was big. I was going at something and I was really driving for it. And then I soon found out that that would only last so long after, after looking at all these journal entries and then I'd be at a, I'd be at a Valley as you explained it to me. And, uh, and that was basically, I'd gotten it down to a science. I knew that I could probably go a month to two months with some high ambition. And I was bound to have at least one week. Like I said, I got it down to a science one week. I knew I could be in the dumps and then, and then maybe I'd be back up at it again, but where would I be at? And your advice to me was to find that flow to manage my, my highs so that the drop down wasn't so far down and I could keep a nice steady pace. Um, I have to say, I'm, I'm so grateful for that. And the, 
you know, the momentum that I've been able to sustain through that. Um, I know I've, I've posted a few things about the advice that you've given me and I wanted to make sure the listeners knew that that's who they're, that's who they're hearing from today that, uh, that really helped me out with where I'm at with my process uh, and the amazing things that you do for your clients. Thank you so much. That's beautiful. And I'm so glad it's helped because it's like, you know, sometimes these simple things are the most impactful things, <laughs> like, you know, yeah. and that's where that mindset piece really comes into play. Um, I'm not one of these, like, it was so funny. I was on a call yesterday and the, the lady's like, are you going to like make me like write letters to my future self? I'm like, well, I do that activity. Don't get me wrong. I love that activity, <laughs> but like, no, that's not what I mean by mindset. Like, I mean, like we need to like make sure we're in peak condition so that we can like go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, you've been in the business now for quite a while. What would you say is uh, one of your biggest challenges so far? One of my biggest challenges has been really deciding to become the leader. Mm. Now, it sounds again, really simple, right? Like really super simple stuff, but really deciding when you become, like you decide to become a leader, there's certain things leaders do when you like, you know, think about people, they show up every day, right? They're there with consistency. They're, you know, there, even if their day is crap, they're there. They're finding the way to be there, be the leader, be the beacon of light for their people. And that one has been stepping into that can be really scary in all honesty. It can bring up all your crap. Like it's like, am I good enough? Have I done enough to be the leader of these people? Have I, you know, like that has been one of my real things because it brings up your own stuff and that's the scarier stuff. Your own stuff's always the scarier stuff than the other people's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Cause I, if, if there's anything that I've found, it's that we spend all day thinking about, how people see us and we don't realize that other people are doing the exact same thing. They don't have time to worry about, they don't have time to worry about you because they're so worried about themselves. That's one thing that I think got me through life. A lot of times, I don't remember who it was that told me that or, or where I read it, but that was definitely one of those big things. And it's yeah. so true, but we still, it, because I mean, we're all self-centered people, right? Like everyone is self-centered in that way. Like we're worrying about it. And you know, that's why they always say, if you want to have a good conversation, just go ask questions about other people. They'll love you. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, a lot of our viewers are, um, they're entrepreneurs as well. A lot of our listeners are entrepreneurs. You know, a lot of them, the title piece with the process is, uh, coming to peace with the things that are going to take us from point A to point B. And a lot of times that's a part-time, uh, dream and creating that full-time lifestyle out of that part-time dream. What type of uh, advice do you have for people, you know, trying to find their peace with the process that's going to take them to the point that they're looking at for? Yeah. So get your systems in place. Um, I was literally just talking about this this morning as well. So, you know, like, okay, know where your bottleneck is. Do you know how to get people into your business, your lead gen? Do you know how to get people onto your sales calls from there? Do you have products to offer those people and can you close them? It's that simple. 
You need to nail each one of those parts so that you can actually be successful. If you are finding you have a bottleneck, and most of the time I find it's lead gen, the first one, they're mm. like, you know, like, oh, I want, I have, I have products <laughs> or, you know, whatever, but how do I get the people there? Or right. they have an issue with sales. They find it sleazy. Um, again, that mindset work around sleazy sales, right? Not I'm going to be helping people. You know, you need to be on calls. And again, depending on your business type, right? You need to be on calls or in your messages or talking to people every day, consistency and nailing each part of that process. If you're not doing that, you literally are having a hobby business. And you need to decide this is a real business. And I don't care if it's a part-time business. I, I legitimately don't care. You could say my business is technically a part-time business. Um, you know, but it's deciding that this is a real business and we're going to treat it like a real business. We're going to show up every day. We're going to do the lead gen. We're going to do the calls every day. We're going to take responsibility for this process. And if there is a bottleneck in this process, we're going to go get the help to fix that part. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't know why it took me as a person, you know, with, with all, like I talked, like I spoke before, I had all that ambition trying to do something that was bigger than myself, something that I knew I was drawn toward and not realizing that, you know, there's, there's places in our lives where we get to a point where you need help. You, you can't do this whole thing by yourself. And, no. <laughs> and sometimes, you know, sometimes that helps, that help comes free, but sometimes it comes with a cost, but you got to be willing to invest in yourself. I, I absolutely agree with that for yeah, sure. And, and that's scary. I think, especially if they are in that new phase, um, mm. you know, I remember the first coach I hired was, I don't know, I think, I think she was a couple grand to be honest, which felt like a million dollars at the time. I'll tell you truthfully. Yeah. I was like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> like this is so much. Um, and and, you know, like I look back on it, I'm like, wow, she was actually the most affordable coach I ever hired really like, and, and, but at the time it was me deciding I need to go next level. Sometimes it's not even about the coach. It's just you deciding to go next level. Right. Yeah. And when, yeah. when cause when you're investing, that's you putting your money down, putting your, you're like, this is my line in the sand. I'm doing this. There's nothing stopping me. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. It's that. It's, it's you, like, it's funny because a lot, a lot of people will get a coach to help them overcome a mindset. And, you know, what you realize is when you actually make the decision to get yourself a coach and you throw down that money that's just right outside your comfort zone or, you know, maybe it's oh. way outside your comfort zone. <laughs> but like, you're, 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 you have this huge breakthrough just by doing that before the coaching even gets started. It's and you have the ability to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it's like it's believing in yourself. Like that is scary stuff right there. Believing in yourself. I love the quote, um, you know, uh, your net worth, sorry, your self-worth equals your net worth. And that's like, uh, you know, what it boils down to, right? Like, so whenever you're feeling like, you know, my money isn't where I want it to be, you go back to self. Like you're like, okay, where am I like, oh. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. Well, uh, Melissa, we are getting toward the end of this podcast. Uh, where can people, you know, check out what you got going on, get in contact with you, and and follow what you uh, what you got going on this in this season? Yeah. So um, the best place to find me is on Facebook, Melissa Kara K A R A. 
Um, add me as a friend, you'll find everything there um, and whatever kind of programs I'm working on or, you know, there is so much free content on there. Go to town. Um, you can get a lot more of this there and, you know, reach out and talk to me from there too. Um, it's the easiest way always. Great, great. Yeah, guys, check out her Facebook page. Uh, like she said there before, lots of great things on there for you guys to check out. I can say by personal experience, uh, one conversation with this woman can be life changing. Uh, if you do decide that you want to take that step and, and reach out to her and have that conversation, you definitely won't regret that. So, uh, Melissa, I want to thank you so much for having you on the show today. Uh, and thanks for hopping on. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you connected with Melissa, be sure to reach out and set up your free consultation and see what she can do to offer you and your business. I ask that before you get on with your day, that you please leave a rating and review of the show so we can get this out to other individuals looking to grow themselves and their business. Hit the subscribe button and keep your eyes open for that notification of next week's episode. Check us out on Peace With The Process on Facebook and Instagram. Give us a like and a follow and head over to peacewiththeprocess.com where I keep all the podcast episodes and I'll be uploading more content as we keep going to help you find your peace with the process. I'll see you next week.